1: Hello, everybody. Welcome to LennemanRow.com. Happy Memorial Day to those of you out there watching on this fine Monday morning. Thank you mightily to those who serve our country and keep us safe here at home. Uh, This is Bermanology. I'm talking to Ohio State 2023 linebacker target Argel Reese today about his recruitment. Uh, Busy summer coming up with some camp stops and maybe exactly what his plan is for a recruiting decision. So let's get to it. (laughs) We are joined by Arvell Reese, Cleveland Glenville High School. Uh, you know, Arvell, let's just dive into the Glenville thing. This is new for you. You've only been at Glenville about now five months. How important has that decision been for you to, to make the transfer over to Glenville? And what would you say the impact of Ted Ginn Sr. has been so far for you and your recruitment? Um, I believe this is literally the best decision I ever made.
2: Um, I've been receiving blessings on and off the field in the classroom. I'm getting helped a lot and obviously um on the field, all the opportunities that I got. So yeah, it's a blessing being here, honestly.
1: You know, obviously, you know, you and I spoke to one another back, I think in February, right? After the decision to transfer and a couple weeks ahead of that first visit you made to Ohio State in March, when you went there on March 8th for their spring practice. And then you left that day with an offer from Ohio State. And I don't think you had any any idea that that was coming. Can you kind of take people back to that date and, and maybe give a little insight into the way you were feeling on that trip? Because even two weeks prior, you and I talked and, you know, you were dealing with some stuff academically and you weren't sure if you were going to get that opportunity. What did it mean for you to just have that happen?
2: Um, I mean, that day, it was very special. I felt a lot of love from the culture staff and me. Sending the office with Coach Day and him offering me like personally, it was it was real special and I and as you said I didn't really expect it until like later in the season so yeah that was it was very special.
1: The Ohio State offer came, a lot of other big offers came after we've you know USC, Penn State, et cetera, Michigan. How have you been able to adapt in these last few months to just now going from a guy that was sort of on the radar a little bit, but now on three sports we have you as a top fifteen ranked linebacker in the country and. Uh, and clearly, you've got a bright, bright future ahead of you. But ha- have you been able to kind of keep yourself, you know, in check? Yeah. Um, Coach Ginn always remind me to just
2: stay focused to. Can you still hear me? Yep. All right. Yeah. Coach Ginn just reminds me to, like, stay focused to, like, the real plan. Stay focused. I, I know I got to get on track with school. So just focus on school and practice
1: and don't let that get to my head. You know, has that been easy to do? I mean, again, I know the resources that the, at the Ginn Academy are, are a little bit different. They're, you know, they're, they're trying to make sure that you have everything you need. I mean, have you found yourself enjoying being more active, like, as a student? Um, I definitely do.
2: I mean, I have, I have great grades now, so that's something I wasn't very used to. So having that now,
1: having support around me, it's great. You know, I actually first heard about you as a recruit, Arvell, when you were a freshman. Uh, from one of your coaches um, in your former high school. And, you know, they were like, hey, this is a kid that could – he's got everything you need to be a big-time recruit. Mm. Was it hard at that point? Because you knew that, right? I mean, you knew that you had a lot of athletic ability, but it didn't always click off the field. What what do you think – why do you think that was a challenge? Was it just like, hey, I don't need to do this? I mean, because I know sometimes when athletics comes so easy, Mm. we, we think everything else needs to as well. Um, back in the ninth grade,
2: uh, over at Euclid, my mom, she had like, had a stroke. So that had threw me like all the way off track with of football and school. So I'll say that's one of the reasons I wasn't fully on
1: track back in the ninth grade and tenth grade. Well, that's certainly a major life event. I mean, and when we talked before the Ohio State offer, you said everything you do now, the decision to go to the, to Glenville to make these changes was for your mom. I mean, how, how. Just incredible has it been t- for you to see these opportunities come, and now know that you're on a track to to do everything you need to do for her. mean, it's great. Growing up, uh, I only had my mom. She got
2: me into football, and she was always their team mom, always there every game. Like so, yeah, just me doing what I'm doing now, making her happy. It's, it's great making her making her happy.
1: She was the one with the orange slices and the juice boxes. Yeah, yep. Yeah. Speaking of orange slices and juice boxes, we're entering camp season right now, right? I mean, Ohio State opens up their recruiting camps uh, on June 1st, uh, two days from uh, Monday, of Memorial Day. I mean, is it something for you that you have a plan in place for June of how many places you want to go to, what schools you know you're going to visit, et cetera? Um, I'm not
2: sure about that yet, but I do know we're
1: going on a bus tour from
2: June 5th to June 18th. So we'll hit a bunch of schools, I think about 12 schools.
1: Do you know what day you guys will be at Ohio State on that trip? Was that an early trip? June 14th. Okay. I mean. well, what, are, what are you still waiting for in your recruitment? I, I know that being an Ohio kid, everyone sort of assumes like, hey, he's got an Ohio State offer. He's going to commit to the Buckeyes. But you're taking your time. You're making sure you're seeing all your options. What are you still trying to, to learn about Ohio State before you feel comfortable enough to make a decision? Um, just relationships, still building relationships. I got a
2: great relationship with um, Coach Alford, Coach Hinton, all great people. Coach G, all great people. So, really just building relationships. And also, I'm just waiting. I don't want
1: to rush into anything and just go through the whole process. Tell me a little bit about Jim Knowles, if you can. Because, you know, you guys, the recruits around the country that are being recruited by Jim Knowles have a much better idea of who he is right now than most people that cover Ohio State football. You talk to him a whole heck of a lot more than we do. What have you liked about him, and what do you see uh, developing at Ohio State defensively?
2: Um, I like Coach Noles. I like what he did at um, the school he was at previously. He showed me a bunch of accolades he, they had over there, so that was great. Then, um, just a great guy. <clears throat> my father, man, my father loved him. We sat down with him. He showed me a bunch of things, drills that I could take home and do, things, uh, places he see me
1: uh, like playing at. So, yeah, just a great guy. What kind of role do they see you in? I know that they're really only looking at two linebackers maybe in this class, and you're certainly at the top of that list, along with Tackett Curtis down there in Louisiana. It seems like it could just be a two-man linebacker class. How do they see you fitting into the defense if if you end up at Ohio State? Um, he told me he sees me playing inside linebacker. Is that where you feel comfortable? I mean, I know you've been an edge rusher for most of your high school career, but – you're an athletic guy. You can move around. I mean, is there a plan in place to say, hey, you start in the middle, but you move out and play the SAM or, or or rush edge? Or how, how do you think that you'd be best utilized? Um,
2: I see myself as a wheel linebacker, coming off the edge from time to time, but also being
1: able to play a space and playing in the box. So really just linebacker. I just like linebacker. Who was the guy growing up in Ohio that uh, played at Ohio State that you watched and you're like, man, that's who I want to be? I used to be a running
2: back. When I was younger,
1: I used yeah. to be a running back,
2: so I would say. I,
1: I mean, I know. guess it'd it, it have to be Ezekiel Elliott, right? I mean, you're you're yeah. a young guy; you'd have to be Zeke, I'd imagine. Yeah, I say like Zeke. Yeah, but I was always like a power running back. I was stiff-arming dudes, running dudes over. So, Arvell reads the fullback. See, we could just we can maybe you can bring that position back to Ohio State. Have they talked to you about playing both ways? No. I, just I Coach, Coach Alfred's all up in your business. You never know. He might find a way. <laughs> What's you know, aside from Ohio State, what other schools do you feel like you you've got a really good bond going with right now, Arbo? Um, I'll say Cincinnati,
2: um, Michigan, Penn State, uh, West Virginia.
1: Does it does it blow your mind that this is happening to you now? Like, I mean, honestly like do you stop and think about it and say oh I can't believe I'm in this position yeah I, I always do that because
2: just a couple months ago was just a high school football player with nothing much going on and now all the blessings in front of me is I think I think coach getting all the time for that I talk to him you know, all the time Glenville
1: it's been a long time since a player from Cleveland Glenville went to Ohio State it was a program that was regularly sending guys to Ohio State, Ted Ginn Jr., of course, Troy Smith, Dante Whitner, Cardell Jones, Ray Small, Robert Rose. I mean, a, a dozen dudes over a, a course of a handful of years. And it's been about 10 years since that happened. Does Coach Ginn kind of – if you end up at Ohio State, is he going to count you for real as a Glenville guy or is he going to not think that that counts since you've only been there a year? Um,
2: I say he'll take uh, – he'll say it counts because – um, I grew, I grew up in Glenville. I've been playing for Glenville yeah. since I was five, until I was 12 or 13. Then I went to Euclid. So it's okay.
1: like me sure. returning back to home, basically. So you could be the guy. I mean, I know in the class of 2024, Glenville's got some dudes with Bryce West and Demarion and those guys. And I mean, it, it, it has to mean something to be able to come back home and maybe re- restart that pipeline, doesn't
2: it? Yes, sir. Definitely.
1: <clears throat> well, look, man, I'm sure we'll run into you at Camp at Ohio State in the summer. And, uh, you know, as you get on the road, Big picture, what is your plan in, in your mind for when you when this recruiting stuff is over? If you had it, if you get to map it out perfectly, and it's however you want it to be, when do you think you make a commitment?
2: Um, November, December.
1: I'll say that. All right, long way to go. Then a lot a lot of things can happen between now and then. But first, you got to get on that bus and, and hit up those schools and get that camping done. So, uh, congratulations on all the success you've had, man. We really appreciate you taking time to join us. Yes, sir. Thanks for reaching out. No problem. That is Vell Reese. I'm Jeremy Birmingham. This has been Bermanology on Letterman Road. Thanks for watching, everyone. We'll catch you next time. Sir.
2: 18 plus.